The opinions expressed in these interviews are not necessarily those of YYC Records and its subsidiaries. 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 Gentlemen, welcome to another episode of YYC, a show where we uncover, discover, and present to you the talent shaping Calgary urban identity. This is season three, episode one. I'm your host, Telly Bomba, and I'm joined by the one and only special guest, Easy Mac. Yeah, that's the first comeback since we had him on uh, season one, episode three. And that's because so much, so much happened. Those artists grew so quick. He went from 40,000 views to uh, three, four, five, six million views on YouTube. And he tells us all about it. YYC presented to you by YYC Records. Uh, the live of those interviews are available on Facebook, so please subscribe and make sure you never miss an episode again. Enjoy, leave us some comments, and I'll chat to you guys soon. Easy Mac. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you. It's my man. Thank you, man. I am happy to have you again. Thanks for having me, man. Right, it's been a what? Like about a year. A year and years. a half. A year and a half. Yeah, May 2017, I think I came. Wow, look at that. He remembers. March or May. I think it was May, because it was before it was your girl got pregnant. Yeah. Now you have a baby. Yeah, stuff changed. It is eight months old. Right? I got a baby, you get millions and millions of views. Yeah, yeah. You know, got to choose baby <laughs> or the million views. I want both. <laughs> Do you have a girl? No. No? No, no. Single? You looking for one? Not really. I'm I, I'm more con- like focused on music right now. Mm-hmm. Like I mingle and everything, but every time I start getting a little bit catch feelings, you know, I just kind of like pull myself away. More, music's more important to me right now. Do a relationship distracting, you say? It is. I'm, a, I'm a, an emotional person, and, and I can get emotionally drained easily. So if I really care about somebody and they're having a bad day, it'll affect me. Right. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I need That's to... That's essence be, of relationships. Right. I need to be in control of everything around me right now. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'll yeah. get into some personal questions a little yeah. later. <laughs> um, Happy holiday. Thank you very much. You're with us here in Calgary. <laughs> Christmas, uh, you have any plans? Is there a new Honda Civic for the brother? I got, yeah, no, I actually did. I, it's not a Civic. It was a to- Toyota Corolla. I got. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. It was new. Um, so he got that. I, I, get, I give my mom an allowance now. Yeah, every month I give her, you know, some money. And from music? Oh, from all music. All from music, everything from music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how Tupac used to put money in the in the mailbox? Yeah. I put money in the email box. Hey! <laughs> 2018 in the email box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, that's what it is. What you guys have planned for Christmas? Just like... Uh, Trying to get the human side of, yeah, of, the, of Easy Mac. Yeah, of course. Um, just around this time of year, the world kind of shuts down in general. So we usually just get together, the whole family. Like my grandpa just came from Lebanon. Oh, nice. Stuff like that. All my cousins and, and my uncles and aunts and stuff. And it's just something that... I like to, I mean, 
family is worth the most in this world, right? And time. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate that. And I, I've missed a lot of family get-togethers in the past, just like trying to pursue my dreams and, and, and everything like that. I'm like, I don't have time, or I'm in the city, or I'm doing this, right? So now that I have the freedom to do it, I've realized like, whoa, you know, having money is, isn't everything. So... It's crazy because now you reach a certain level in your career too yeah. after the hard work. So you yeah. you can now be one of those people that's like, well, you know, money doesn't mean no. <laughs> truly doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I know it, it really does. When you don't, when you have when, when you have money, money doesn't mean everything. When you don't have money, money means everything. Right, right, right. It's perspective. It's crazy. No, but it, it's the reality. It's the way the world is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. People will go get two jobs and sleep for four hours and not eat properly because they need to pay the bills and pay yeah. their more. Da da da. Right, and and it's their whole world. If their car gets smashed, like oh my god, oh my, you know what I mean? Like it really affects them. And I was I was really enveloped in that, and I was anxious, and I was and and now that I've had time to just make music and and my days are open, I'm like. Damn, I need to be doing this. I need to see my family. I need, you know what I mean? It's crazy, man. It's crazy how the the people that run the world, how they are the puppet masters and how right. they keep people always just a little bit under like how much they need. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Come, come it's always like, oh, they're raising the minimum the minimum wage, but rent went up this much and food went up this many cents and yeah. th- and it's like you're still in the prison it doesn't yeah. you're not breaking out you know what I mean the McDonald's burger got smaller 100% <laughs> the bars of soap got smaller the cereal got smaller it's like what's going on <laughs> we see we see it guys word um, too okay. deep that was too deep <laughs> was, I'll, hey. I'll bring it back, I'll bring it back. <laughs> oh we're gonna get into some discussion that's what we do here like, you, like just like the other interview I really really in those YYC interviewed get the human side of our artist right and, you know how do you go from that to that person that we all see and cherish on instagram facebook it was like dude that was that's, that's one of our buddies so right 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 just so that everybody can kind of like relate to it um i'll bring us a bit into something that's related to the music uh that's still a bit off top well no i'll say it's, it's easy my kind of kind of question okay that's cool last time during the last interview where we left at was B dice and you took some acid. Yeah. And that kind of like switched your life. It did. In a way. Yeah. Because you were going through a certain a dark period of time. Yeah. And then after that, we have music for the visually impaired. Yeah. Uh, after that experience. And now music for the lyrically impaired. Right. Um, your subject matter is really related to some drugs and stuff like right. that with your fans. Uh, how much would you say that? Uh, acid play an important role in your life and what's your view on drugs all of them uh, and, your, and, your, and your preference to, to our fans how did it um, how did you, like what's your experience with drugs and how did that affect your life I don't want to be just drugs but like some of them seems to help people to, yeah, yeah. to self-discovery right. some of them is more numbing you do it, right yeah. yeah you're gonna hurt yourself keep yeah, on yeah. going into it and your music it's so about it that I want to know your personal view and opinion on this on drugs, yeah. I, um, for myself, uh, dabbling with everything. I just you just have to know yourself, and I realize okay, this affects me negatively. This affects me positively. I'm never trying to escape reality. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just emphasize reality. I want to see the colors really come out of the tree mm-hmm. and the leaves and the air. I want to smell it. I want to feel it. You know what I mean? And if a drug can help me, acid does, you feel the energy, you feel, 
I'm with it. Right. I smoke weed. I can concentrate. I can rap. I can write. I can imagine. I can visualize. I smoke weed. I do some other drugs, and they make me feel gross. Right. Or I need to shower, and I can't sleep, and I feel weird, and I'm, I don't do them. You know what I mean? So what I would have to say is, like, for me personally, I've dabbled with everything. I, I, I know myself, and I, when I feel like it's not the right thing, I don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Good. And I think people should just, if you're going to do anything in life, you just have to balance it, and you have to know if you're slipping, you need to have, you know, you need to know um, if you enjoy something too much, you know what I mean? Like, you really got to balance it because it could get dangerous. Right. Anything can get dangerous. Anything. Honestly, eating too much can get dangerous, That's right? True. Doing too much exercise, it doesn't matter, right? So that's all. Um, I mean, you know, drugs are an option. I didn't create them, okay. right? <laughs> I didn't create them, and I didn't, I didn't distribute them, and I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so all I can say is, like, yeah, it's heavy on the drugs, and, and I... You know, I know myself, and I and I do what I do. But I, you don't have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People don't have to do what I do, and and if you do do what I do, and and I'm influencing you, then just know that I'm also saying this. Know yourself, balance yourself. If you feel yourself slipping, tell somebody. Just know those things because I'm not just trying to like fuck people over. You know what right, I mean? Right, right, Because right. that's the misconception that I I have. Even I know we had like a discussion. Well, our first uh, a discussion is like, okay, do you think that the genre or the, the your subject matter uh, holds a bit on the amount of people that you can reach? Because um, not everybody is in, is into drugs. And the thing is, with today generation, like the youngins, they tend to look at you know, right. us, you know, influencers and right. all that. And it seems like what is said in the music is not always how much you do it. Right. Not in the music. Exactly. And, he, and since they only listen to the music, right. they feel like right. it's a daily, daily thing. That's, but like, that's a good point, actually, because someone hit me up on Instagram a, a, a couple months ago and they were like, I'm suicidal. I think I'm going to kill myself and all this shit. And I was like talking to them for like five hours, essentially, because... It's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. They hit me up. Um, and it's like, oh, shit. Hold up. It's like, damn. I think the drugs kicked in. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What did you ask yeah. me again? What, no. what did you just say? No, the kids nowadays and then the drugs. So they listen to our music and they get influenced by you thinking that, well, the drug is right. going to help. Okay, so, so, so exactly. So someone hit me up and I realized at that moment that um, my music, they can listen to a song every single day, every minute of the day. And for that period of time, whatever I'm saying is is what's happening. Right. Right. For me, I make a song, song like Xanax Dreams. One day, Xanax Dreams. Right, one day, here and there and there and there, across a year, I do Xanax one time here, one time there, one time there, write a song one time, record the song one time, make the video one time. Now someone consumes it a thousand times. Right. But I'm not doing it a thousand times. I did it one God. time. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what I, I kind of told the person. Like, He's like, you do Xanax? Like, I want to kill myself. I want to do Xanax. And I was like, bro, listen. Whoa. It's not like I'm a fucking Xantard. Like, every day, every minute I'm on Xanax. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I have my moments. And I, and I talk about them. And I speak about them. And I bring them to light. But that does not mean that I condone you doing it. Or taking your life. Or feeling like, like if anyone ever has a problem... 
they can always reach out to me. I, I, I answer so many messages, mm-hmm. honestly. And, I, and, and if I ever get a message that's like any sort of like, I got an email one time at four in the morning from someone saying that like they're committing suicide at 4.15. It was four o'clock. They said, I died at 4.15 a.m. literally listening to your music. And I was like, what is this guy talking about? Right. And I went on Instagram and I found him and I was like, hey man, like do not do this. Like it's not worth it. Da, 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 da. And I saw that he was seeing my messages, but he wasn't replying. The next day I messaged him. He saw it. He didn't reply. So I said, okay, well, at least he didn't do it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. At least, at least he didn't do it. And then uh, a couple weeks later, like a, his girlfriend hit me up. She's like, thank you so much. Da, da, da. Like he never acknowledged it. He only read it. But I think, mm. you know what I mean? It is. At least we said it him like, yeah. to, to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, well, thank you for this. Because like, <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of confusions. Not confusion, but like people feel like it's a certain way where right. they tend to forget that we are we are artists, entertainers. Yes, we do it because we express ourselves. Right. Uh, and my in my particular case, I'll say weed. But just because we express ourselves doesn't mean that it's a consistent daily thing. We also right. are going through our struggles. Right. We're trying to make... I'm depressed it. too. I, right. I'm whatever. I, I feel the same emotions as you. Also, like, yeah, people can't hold me accountable for this type of stuff and be like, you're talking about drugs all the time. I'm talking about drugs 10 times on an album. It has 10 songs, and I say drugs 10 times, and that's all. You know what I mean? If I sold drugs to somebody once, I'm not a drug dealer. Right, right, right. If I sell drugs every single day, and I hang out outside the high school, and I say, hey, try this, try this. Okay, come to me and say, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But if I'm just, like, expressing my real self, and it's... It's just like my personal experiences and people relate to that. I, I have no choice. I have no, uh, like, people, it's not my choice that people relate to my music. Right. If it was my choice, I would be the biggest artist in the world. If it was my choice, I would have a billion dollars. But it's not my choice. It's your choice. If you guys don't like me or if there's something that I'm doing that's rubbing you the wrong way, then stop listening to me. And then I'll notice, oh, damn. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, yeah. yeah. An advice to our, our, our artists, uh, uh, watching us here, um, do you do the music for the fans, or do you do the music for you, and eventually the fans relate to it? I like do. That's the, that's, the that's a good question. That's a good question. I do it for myself first, because remember, like my success is, um, even though you know I've been rap- rapping for like ten years. For nine years, nobody like <laughs> even looked at me, and I kept going. There, what was what was what was keeping me going? One person saying it. Like a lot of people told me to stop. My family said, "Hey, you're getting older. Maybe you, you know." Like there were so many direct and indirect comments made towards me over the years that at any moment, if I was doing it for any other reason other than myself, I would have stopped. Mm-hmm. But I believed in myself. That's why my biggest song is called "It's Easy" because I'm easy. It's easy. It's you know what I'm saying. Are you reading my mind? <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. And yeah. I'm back now. Right, right. So you're doing it for you. I do it for me, and then eventually the fans, when when I get a positive response, right? It's like home cooking. Mm. Your mom makes food. She makes it for the family. But if someone's like, this is amazing, she's going to be like, good. You know what I mean? Right. I knew it was good. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I was doing it for her. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's it's her recipe. It's whatever. So, like, yeah, it feels good when people say that they like songs and, or whatever. But, like, honestly, tomorrow nobody listened to me again. Mm-hmm. Expect five more albums from me. Like, it'll keep going. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not wow. stopping. Yeah, yeah. I really love it. Right. Yeah. yeah, like, I, it, it, it's like an escape. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if I... You wouldn't do anything else but that. Honestly, like it's it's weird because it it's, it frightens me because like 
You know how like Eminem is like 45 now right. and he still raps? Preach. And you can tell that like it's not even about being famous. It's like really like he's like addicted to rapping or something. You know what I mean? Like he needs to do it. And eventually he'll have an album and they'll put it out because the label will make money. But him himself, I believe if tomorrow everyone's like, no more Eminem, he's still writing. Right, 100%. Right. You know, he's still recording. And, and that's how I feel about myself, honestly. It, it really feels good. I love creating music. I love creating videos. I love editing. I love everything. The thing that gives me the most anxiety mm-hmm. is when I release the song and it's not mine anymore. Yeah. Then I'm like, damn. Easy. It's You're gone. My mind, bro. <laughs> my Quickly go and acknowledge a few people on the live here. Dave Smith, I hear. Uh, Edin Go, what, what's good, brother? What's good, brotherhood? Uh, for the people just joining us, we're here with Easy Mac, the one and only. Few question for why, what, why, see. You're reading my mind because you said it's easy, and that was like my next question, literally. Cool. Yeah, yeah. On top of your stress of releasing <laughs> the music, everything seems to be in line. Right now, yeah. the last time we chatted again, uh, it was uh, the previous album, Music for the Visually Impaired. Right. Uh, and after the interview, you like, yo, tell, I'm going to Vancouver. Right. Hard drop. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But you're still working, or it seems like you're working on the new album coming out. Right. 2018, beginning of 2018, Easy Mag does not have a million view on any video. No. It's Easy Drop, single, a million hits. Yeah. In less than a year. Oh, yeah. What was the vision? Because it's such a creative video right. and track. Yeah. Please take us to the story from beginning the beginning of making this track the idea of making it yeah and then the the video of how many people were involved how did that go and you pressing all right guys submit right so um after i did acid and i started thinking differently i thought to myself okay you gotta like look at what's working right Mm -hmm. now A lot of people don't know this. Back in, the, in 2012, I put out an album called Music for the Hearing Impaired. It was a mixtape, right? It's on Dat Piff. You can go look for it. You can Google it. Do whatever. I put out, I think it has eight songs. And one's a re- one of the songs is a Kendrick Lamar remix mm-hmm. for Swimming Pools. Uh, the other seven are all original. So a lot of, there's a couple of lyrical ones. Gibberish Six is on it. Yeah. Another couple of lyrical. There's some club songs and there's some life songs. All different sides of me. I put, them, I put everything out, and a lot of people gravitated towards gibberish, which is just a song where I'm spitting bars, which is the easiest thing for me to do. It's hard for me to come up with a hook and a bridge and da-da-da, but to spit bars, that's like all you do. Like yeah. You write bars forever, right? So I said, you know what? This was the most successful thing I've done, right? After I put out music for the visually impaired in the short film, I'll, the most reaction was to Torture Genius, which was similar so to gibberish. It was just a verse, yeah, right? So I said, okay, well, if people want to just hear bars from me, that's easy. It's easy. Uh, that's what I do. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I swear to God. Yeah, no, it's easy. Like, that's what I do. Right. So I'm like, that's okay, crazy. word. I'm just going to write a song, all bars, similar to like Torture Genius gibberish. Make sure it's lyrical. Make sure there's punchlines. Make sure there's references. Make sure da 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 da. Did it. And to me, when I record a song or something, like it just sounds like my voice on a, rec- like a recording. Like, I can't tell if it's good. I can't, you know? So I sent it to uh, B-Dice. He was currently, at the time, he was recording uh, Golden, mm-hmm. my buddy Golden, mm-hmm. and Philip Solo, another artist, was there too. 
And I, I didn't know they were there. I just thought I was just sending it to B-Dice. And I was like, hey, man, can you check this out? Like, I just recorded it and everything. I just want to know, like, what your perspective of it is. And uh, he hit me up and said, oh, this is insane. This is the best song you ever made, right? But, like, he says that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't mean that much. He later, like, I heard that Golden told me, he's like, we were recording my album. You sent the song. So we stopped recording for a second to hear the song. Then we listened to it three times in a row we all looked at each other like holy fuck this is insane and then it kind of like killed the vibe of me recording because like I was like fuck how am I going to record if this is the type of shit Easy's doing yeah. right and I was like oh for real you guys had that combo dope right. so that's whatever that was like the song had held its weight right mm -hmm. I, I started getting like real comp like real feedback like when someone says something like that if someone's like it's really good it's your best stuff it's like compared to like hey man we were doing this we were doing this and this happened it was insane I feel like that's real, you know right. what I mean? So I was like, okay, cool. That's not like my only deciding factor. Of course, I make music for myself. But if I'm in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to put a, a big video out with this. So like, is it going to be worth it? Like, I need another perspective. Hey, what do you guys think about this? This is insane. All right, let's do it. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Um, it's fucking crazy, man, how it worked out. Because I had 20,000 views or 40,000 views is the most views I had on the video at that time. I had 20,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. And I, there was a guy that I was trying to get to be my manager. He's mm. connected to Live Nation and everything. And he said to me, if you can make, if you can get me a video with a million views, it'll be a lot easier. If you could triple your Spotify, it would be a lot easier for me to like get you on festivals and all this shit. I said, I and I was in Cologne at the time for Center of Gravity. And I was going back to Vancouver, literally to have the meeting for It's Easy, the video, right? Mm. I said to him, I have a song that I think is going to be fucking popping. I'm literally leaving here to go and, uh, and have the meeting with like, the film team and shit like that to like, shoot the video. I'm going to put a lot of money into it and all this stuff. So, like, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, get pricked. So, then I went and had a meeting with the video team. Uh, one, of the, ooh, one of the people was uh, a homie of mine named Dizzy. Deli, mm -hmm. you know Deli? No. So, Dizzy is another guy from Calgary that is a little older and he moved to Vancouver to go to film school. Okay. So, I hit him up and I'm like, yo, like, check this track out. He's always like, been supportive of my music. So, I sent it to him. He's like, dude, that's, that's dope. Do you want to like shoot a video for this? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Let, let me tell you my ideas, right? So, we went to Starbucks. I like, went through the song. I want this to be like a Ricky Lake scene. I want this to be me in a fucking straitjack. I want this to be, like, I just told him what I want. He you, wrote, break, you break it down per scene. verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Per, per you go through scene. the whole thing. Okay. Right? And then he went and started hitting people up from, that graduated from his school that same year, a month earlier. Mm -hmm. The filmer, this person, this person, this, and, and, and put together a team for me of, like, graduates. Right? Okay. So, like, I still don't know what I'm walking into, right? Right. So the first day I walk, uh, we rented out some space at the Vancouver Film School which is like where these students went to school. So they build sets and they do their projects and stuff like that. So they have big green room, a big Western looking room, a big motion whatever room. So um, the first day I walked in and there was like 20 people just doing stuff. People like wrapping presents up for that Christmas scene. This guy's doing this. This chick's over here doing like this big cardboard uh, spaceship for me. And this girl's like, come with me. I got, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This chick's like, come with me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to like put your clothes on for you and do your makeup and all this shit. I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? There's way too, like I've never shot a video with more than two, three people involved. And it's just like my homie and me and my other homie who's like holding something. So it's like, I was like, damn. So I went out to my homie. I'm like, yo, 
it's going to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's like 20 people so here. Even though I pay everybody $100 just for today is two Gs. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money for me like right now. I have no money. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, no, no, a lot of these people just want to like volunteer because like they think it's a cool idea and shit, right? So we do it. We do the video. We do scene by scene, however. And um, my cousin, Brandon, yeah, yeah. someone I work with closely, yeah. and I edited the whole thing. And... We knew, like, when we were watching it. Oh, that you guys edited that one? Yeah, yeah, we edited everything. And Brennan is the one that you edited the first. The short uh, film. Short film too? Yeah, 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 yeah. He edits all my stuff. So, yeah, basically, like, I watched it, and I was like, damn, this is fire. Mm. This is going to, mm. like, get a million views for real. I think this might be the one, right? And I'm setting it, and I'm like, the crazy thing is, like, I'm like, yo, this is a big video. I should have people sponsoring this. Like, I should have people's logos in there. I should have some money for this. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is a big effort, and I should... You know, I should be able to get like a grand out of some company and be able to promote it more. Yeah. And I'm sending it to all these people that are like, dude, this is dope. And I'm like, yeah, man, I think it's going to hit a million views. Da, 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 right. And like, literally, like, nobody wanted to put some money. It's crazy because everybody yeah. supports you, but yeah, like, as soon as you bring up money, then that's when the real support yeah. comes. Right? They're like, oh, yeah. well, you know, now that you want me to buy something, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, I thought you support it. Um, so that was kind of what it was. Uh, I found. I went online one day and there was a company called Top Leaf Canada. There was somebody that I, yeah, big shout out. And they, they completely agreed with me that it was a big video. And they hooked me up with some dough. And they hooked me up from that point on until October when legalization became a thing. They're just revamping now. But for that whole period of time, they were giving me free weed every week. I would go to their warehouse wow. and just be like a quarter of that, a quarter of that, a quarter of that. Up to like two ounces. Yeah. Then I would get like shatter and I would get gummies and I would get like wax, like all these different Shout things out. every week, every single week. When I opened for Ski Mask and went on a little tour with them, mm. I was like, can you guys give me some shit for Ski Mask? Immediately. They hooked me up and I gave it to Ski Mask. It was the loudest weed he's ever smoked in his life. Hey, you know what I mean? Canada. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So essentially, um, big shout out to Top Leaf. And then there was a tattoo company called Black Owl Tattoo in Calgary. Yeah. And they threw me some dough and then said, hey man, if you want... Um, you know, we, we don't have the most dough to give you, but we can give you free tattoos. I was like, okay, that's a cool thing to, to have, yeah. you know? Yeah. So they were the ones that supported me. And it's just, it's crazy because there was a lot of people. I just said this video is going to hit a million views. And then it, it was like six weeks mm. it had been out. I'll be completely honest with you. I was telling people before I dropped it, if this doesn't hit 100,000 views in the first week, I'm going to be depressed. Because then, then it's going to be another video I put out that I had, my heart was, because everything I put out, you, an artist puts things out and thinks, this is it. This is the one. This is the one. And it, sometimes it's not the one. Not Most fine. of the times it's not the one. So I was like, is this going to be another fucking failed, this is the one. I, mean, I don't have much gas left in this vehicle. Like, I can't keep going. You know what I mean? It was been up for six weeks. Uh, it had almost 30,000 views. I was positive. I was like, you know, at least, it's doing healthy. It's healthily going. When it hits thirty thousand, I'm gonna post on Facebook. You know, just a, a way to advertise it, mm-hmm. keep it, keep it moving. And I and I forgot to. It was at like twenty eight thousand, and I forgot to. And the next day, I woke up. I was like, Fuck! I forgot to post it. Okay, I'm gonna go post it now. I looked and it had like thirty five thousand. I was like, damn! Oh. I got like, got like seven thousand views last night. That's crazy. That's insane. Maybe I'll just wait till it hits forty thousand. Right? The next day it was at like forty three thousand. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this went up like goddamn like another seven eight thousand. Yeah. The next day it went up twenty thousand more. Then it hit a hundred thousand. Then it hit two hundred thousand. I was like, oh dude, what's happening? I thought I was like, oh my god, it's gonna hit like a hundred million. This just keeps going, right? So it started going hard, 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 and um, 
it, it, yeah, it's, I mean, it just goes. Right now it's at 3.1, right? It's yeah, crazy. yeah. So it's been like a year, it's at 3.1. Wow. That's, it's like 150,000 views a, a month, 5,000 views a day. You know what I mean? That's like healthy. Mm-hmm. Before that, I had so much material out, and I had never made literally a dollar from my music, ever, right? So think about this. I'm a guy that works full-time, in restaurants, whatever, for 18 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, 16 bucks an hour, 80 hours every two weeks, you're greasy, you got burns on you from touching the oh, oven. Really you know what I'm saying? And then you and then you make what? Eleven hundred dollar paycheck, thousand buck paycheck, twelve hundred dollar paycheck. Ooh, you're good. Yeah. So twenty four hundred bucks in a month, your rent's a thousand bucks, you have fourteen hundred left, your bills are three hundred, you have eleven hundred left. You know what I mean? Okay, now you got to eat. That's 500 bucks. You have 600 left. You buy a pair of shoes, you have 300 left. You buy weed, you have no money left. Right. How are you supposed to save and go on a vacation or buy a dope outfit or get a tattoo or shoot a big video? You can't. It's literally like too hard. So anyways, $2,200 is what I'm used to per month. Uh, December, I get four grand from YouTube and like Spotify and Apple, right? And I'm like, oh shit, this is crazy. It's the double the amount of money I've ever made. And I didn't do anything, I just made music. And then I put out the other album, Music for the Lyrically, with It's Easy and a new, bunch of new songs. Mm-hmm. And the money was just like, dun, 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 dun. And it just keeps going, right? So I was capable, here's the part, I make good money now, okay? More money than a lot of people that have careers that went to school for 10 years, that whatever. I make good, really good dough. I could do whatever with it. But, um, like, it made me realize that, like, this is the point where somebody who isn't in it for, them, for the art mm-hmm. would give up. Right. I make 10 Gs, girls want me, I get free drugs, I get free girls, the hottest girls that ever I could ever want, the youngest and hottest, they want me now. Nice. Wow, I'm, I made the lot. But, so this is the part where a rapper who's just like, yeah, I'm killing it, mm-hmm. could just be fucking for the next year. I'll tell you right now, if I don't do anything for a year, I'll make the same amount of money per month that I'm making now, or more. Because the music is only growing. Right. And, and it's not the new music. It's every single day I'm getting more subscribers, more listeners. Someone's showing their friend, and that's one more person, three more people, 400 more people that are going to consume my shit. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's never-ending. It's only a consumption. It's not like I only have 1,000. It's a good property. It's, it's, right? So this is the point of the, your career where, or someone's career where they could just slip up or start falling off or whatever. And in the last year, went making all this dough, I just went harder. Mm-hmm. I made 10 videos. I put out two albums. I put out Music for the Lyrically, and then in September, I put out My Little Pony. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and in 2019, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'll drop 15 videos. Like, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for myself. Right. I'm doing this so that when I'm 40 or 50 and, I'm, and it's still on YouTube and it was posted whatever, however long ago, um, I can look back and not be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I want it to be artistic. I want people... To I just want my kids, I want people around me to know, like, this wasn't, like, a trendy thing. This was, like, this video is all green screen. This video is one take in the dark. This video is very choppy. This, and it's all artistic. It's all shot differently, different filmers. And, and that's what I'm, that's, that's where I'm at. Like, that's, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know what the whole point of that was. <laughs> I just went off there. It, what are these questions? We, there's oh. a few people in there. Um, Daniel, see, like, that's my man. 
Sally Cisco. We got Seven. Seven is out here too, kicking it. Shout out to everybody here. Oh, what up? Quickly, just talking about the story behind, you know, how we got to a million views. This is big, big, big deal for people here in Calgary and Alberta and artists. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you, man. How, how much do you think marketing was attributed to that one attributed? million? Um, attributed? To, yeah. For the million? Because you say you did get some stuff from, from Top Leaf, from Black Owl. Right. Uh, put some money out, even though you, you know, right, sleep, right. wake up, it keeps going up. Did right. you put a lot of money in the marketing, like yeah. YouTube advertisement and all that? Just uh, essentially, yeah, of course, of course. I think that if anybody, if any rappers out there, you need to treat yourself like a business and you need to figure everything out and you need to think of like a, a marketing plan. You need, you need a... Um, you need like a catchphrase. You need it all. You need an image. You need... Um, a, a font, you need everything. And, and, and once you have those pieces and you start taking yourself seriously, like imagine opening up a burger shack and nobody's walking in. What are you going to do? Show me what you're going to do. You're going to make a billboard. You're going you're gonna to advertise. You're going to send flyers to people's houses. You're going to do stuff. You're going to put money in. And that's how I kind of approached every, everything. So basically, uh, um, before I dropped uh, It's Easy, I, I found a couple YouTube, or sorry, I found a couple Facebook pages that had like 400,000 likes. Mm -hmm. And I just said, hey man, like how much do you charge to like, to post the video on your, on your Facebook? Oh, wow. So I found three different pages. One page had like 2 million likes. One page had 1 million likes. One page had 400,000, right? Obviously at the one with the millions, I paid the most. Yeah. The second one, the million, I paid more. And then the last one, I paid the least, right? The 400000 To be completely honest with you, the 400000 person got me way more exposure than the other ones, which makes me think the other ones were just fake. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Which is fine. You got to learn, right? Yeah, yeah. It is what it is. So, wow. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I know you went? See, like, that's, what, that's where, you know, the reason of the show, why, what, why, see, and we're trying to understand how we can help everybody else, like, within the city. Like, seems like we forget that money is, not money, but marketing and investing into your craft is very crucial. 100%. I would have never thought Easy Mac went and looked. Yeah, yeah. You know, for other pages yeah. and then say, okay, yo, would you share? Which is, yeah. it's a hustle. It's 100%. You have to be a hustler. Hustle. Yeah, I just want to say, if there's any rappers out there that are watching this or whatever, if you are taking yourself seriously, just always imagine it as a business. Like, imagine saying I own, saying I'm a rapper and not having an image or a marketing plan or money to put behind it or, or an album or a brand or anything is the exact same as saying I own a pizza place. And then someone's like, where is it? And you're like, I don't have a location yet. And you're like, what are you talking about? I don't have pizza pans. I don't have dough. I don't have cheese. But trust me, I'm a business owner. No, you're not. You know what I mean? That's all I can say. If you're a rapper and you take yourself seriously, figure it out. Put money behind it. And, and, and if you're not, that's why... You know, it's easy to tell. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy. I love it. <laughs> that, hash, that hashtag, it's easy. It's all yours. Yeah. It's easy. I know. It means so much. <laughs> so much. Yeah. All right. We're going to... It's getting a little long. I'm so excited to have you. It's so okay, like man. Chit-chatting, chit-chatting, chit-chatting. Yeah, it's all good. Um, we can keep gonna going. We're going to get a few more questions before we do... You know, since the last time we changed a few stuff in the in the interview, now we have this thing called the bus questions. Okay. I'll get you there. Uh, I have two more questions before we get to the bus questions. Sure, yeah. Um, I want to get to the creative side, but let me use this one here. Battery power uh, 15%. All right, see? Like, even the phone is like, hurry up, guys. <laughs> um, but we're getting so much information here. Um, B-Dice yeah. and Golden. Right. They're like, brother from another mother 
right. to you, or it seems like to us, looking at it from the outside. Right. From this is the life we chose to My Little Pony now with right. Golden. Uh, there's so many people, it seems like, in the industry that we can't depend on. Right. It's tough to find those people. Where did that brotherhood with those two artists stems from? Beat Ice is the one that came and gave me acid for the first time. Right. And then introduced me to Golden. Oh, wow. So okay. then I was like, yeah, connect the dots. And How did you met Beat Ice before he gave okay, you acid? So, <laughs> in, a, in a dark alley. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, man? You know how this happens. Um, he's just another artist that uh, casually hit me up here and there online. We kind of like commented on each other's stuff on Facebook. He was an artist that was doing a verse a day for a year, yeah. Daily 16s, yeah. which I respected. Yeah. Because anyone doing any hard work is respected. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what is going on. Even if someone's drawing a stick figure every day for a year, that's insane. Yeah, the consistency. Yeah, and posting it and everything. So, you know, we respected each other as lyricists and artists. And I noticed in um, 2014... You know, I was taking a break from music and I was on Facebook and I noticed that he looked like he was posting a lot of negative statuses. So I thought, oh, maybe he's not in the right mind state right now. I don't want to see another artist that I, I look up to or that I believe in to, to go down the same, yes. you know, drain or whatever. Everyone, you have, there's so many people with potential and then something happens. They'll get depressed or they'll get whatever, addicted or something. So I was like, hey man, like, come up to Calgary and stay with me. Like, mm. get out of here wherever you are and... And it was just like, I was just throwing it out there. I didn't think he would say yes. And he was like, yeah, I'll come out. I was like, whoa. Wow. So he came and like, lived with me for like a month and a half. And while he was there, he started in, you know, talking about doing acid and all this type of shit. So we did it, and, and it obviously opened my mind and everything. And then uh, probably like a couple weeks later, uh, I just like, went in the basement, and he, there was a dude there. And I was like, oh, who's this? Like, oh, it's my buddy Golden. He's, in Cal- He's from Kelowna. He's in Calgary for something. And he was like, come over. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I met him. Super dope guy. Super dope guy. His so that, voice. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, it, right? I moved to Ed, uh, Vancouver in January, February, March 2015 into a situation where it was me, Golden, Beat Ice, Golden's girlfriend at the time, who was a photographer, Beat Ice's other homie who went to film school with him, who was a photographer, and then just like another homie. You know what I mean? So it was like an artist house essentially. And in that artist house, um, naturally people just like hang out with, like it's not like everyone hangs out with each other every day. Like this guy will be with his girlfriend one day, this guy will be with his buddy, this other guy will be by himself, da 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 da. But throughout that, Golden and I built a relationship. We found ourselves like always just together doing stuff. And I respected him, man. He always had a vision and he always had like, a game plan and and a marketing plan and a, and a everything and a vo- and his voice doesn't sound like that in real life. He talks normal, but like he knows what he's doing. He's branding himself. You know what I mean? I respected that there was this young dude that like could see everything so clearly. Mm-hmm. So I always kept them involved with my projects. Right? I was making music for the each each one of them. Yeah, I was making music for the visually. I was like, hey guys, you should hit this and that. And that. That's a classic. Life we chose. I feel is mm-hmm. a good song. Mm-hmm. So Xanax Dreams. I just like I want. I don't want to do another like life song about struggling or whatever. I want to do something different yeah. with these guys, and not necessarily lyrical. I want it to be like a club banger. Yeah. So I did Xanax Dreams, and then um, I've always like admired how quick Golden can write a verse. Like he can write it in fifteen minutes. A good oh, verse. Guys. Like a good verse. Like you know what I mean? Like. It trips you? me out. Me, it takes me, in a, if I'm lucky, 
a few hours, if I'm unlucky, a week, you know, if I have to two come. Two-face, how, how two-face, how long did it take you to take two-face? Oh, very fast. That, some, yeah, sometimes things flow out, and I, they flow out so fast that I don't even do them because I'm like, this can't be good. I didn't uh, even think about it, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, I got to think about it if it's good, you know what I mean? And so Two-Face was like also an experiment too because I just put this album out, and I'm like, what else can I do? Yeah. Can I just, like, I'll tell you what, how Two-Face happened. June, April I put out music for the lyrically impaired and the video for Save Me. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I had someone creating an animated video for Donnie Darko, and I was, I need songs, to, the videos to come out every three to four weeks. Oh, that's that's my mind. schedule. That's Easy Max schedule. So I hit the guy up mid-June, mid-May, sorry. April, I dropped Save Me and It's Easy. May, I hit him up. Hey, man, do you think that video will be done by the end of May? No, we're going to need it. We're going to need a couple more weeks. It'll be like first week of June. I was like, fuck, what am I going to release in May? Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, simultaneously, there was some negativity coming from some people from Calgary yeah. that were, I considered two-faced. So I was like, you know what? It sounded like it was meant for Calgary. Like, yeah, the yeah. first part, he's like, okay, I know who he's talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> talking about our people. Here. Right, right. So then I just threw it together, uh, shot the video in one take, just to put it out there, just to fill the space in between that and, and Donnie Darko. Right? And then I... But yeah, so that was a challenge to myself. Um, August comes, I put out... All the videos that I was going to put out for my album are out. Right, right. Now it's September. Or it's the end of August. I'm like, shit, September, October, November, December. Four months, a third of the year. What am I doing? Right, right. I hit up Golden. And I literally just came up. I was like, Golden writes fast. And he has a cool style. I fucking appreciate it. I want to help him. The position I'm in now, I want to bring him up. And I want to, like, vibes. Right, right. Stimulate me. Let's right. go. You know what I mean? I said, yo, Golden. Are you down to like roll to Vancouver? And uh, I was living in Vancouver. This was September, sorry, August 2018. I was living in Vancouver. I am living in Vancouver. I said, Golden, you want to come to my, my crib and, and write an album, a joint album with me? He's like, yeah, I'd be honored, man. Okay, roll. He came over on a Friday. Saturday, we woke up. We wrote three, shows. We wrote three songs. He's a genius, dude. Because if he starts going, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta start going. Right. You get this weird energy. Like, yeah. Yo, this guy's fucking killing it. He's doing 100 push ups. I gotta do 100 mm-hmm. push ups. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he, so we write these songs. The next day, go to the studio, produce the beats with Adam Stanton, and then record those three songs. Okay? Wow. The next day, go back to the crib, write three more songs, and hit somebody up in Montreal to create an album cover. Okay? So this is day three. We've finished three songs, produced, have three more songs written, and somebody working on the cover. The fourth day, we go to the studio, do the next three songs. Now we have six songs, right. which is all I wanted. We stay up there, we get there at 11 a.m., we stay at 2.30 a.m., like 15 hours, mix the whole album, everything done. The next morning, the guy sends the cover, day five, album done. Are you fucking kidding me? Right? And then I upload it to TuneCore, which puts it on Spotify and everything. Yeah. And I just said, okay, this happened so fast, I never sat on any of these songs. I haven't even listened to any of these songs five times. I'm putting it out there. Yeah. Just how Future and Drake do it, just how Gucci Mane does it, just how Young Thug does it. They're just pumping, pumping, right. pumping, pumping. Yeah. I was like, okay. Put it out. I don't know what song is the video because I don't know what song. I don't like a song yet. I don't love any songs yet. I don't. Put it out. Let's see what the fans say. Mm-hmm. The song Pills did the best, the audio, and the song for Oh My God did the worst for the audio. Okay. So I thought to myself, I don't have to do pills 
because they already love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gotcha. Right? Like, I could, and yeah. then be like, they love it even more. But yeah, they love it. It's cool. Oh, my God, was getting the worst amount of streams. I'm like, okay, that one's, like, struggling. Maybe we'll, we'll come back to this one. But the other one's in the middle. We're all doing differently. So we just started knocking them out. Yeah, yeah. So quick. So quick. Literally, like, um, like I'm telling you, we just dropped a video on Monday. Yeah. Last Monday? Yeah. The, the Has it been a week? No, it hasn't was been it, a week yet. It wasn't last Monday. It was last week. But I'm, I'm, it was last Monday. What day is today? It? Sunday? So tomorrow's a week. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Dude, it's so quick. weeks go by and it feels like it's been a year. Right. I swear to God, I, I'm, I work too, so fast. Last week, I was in Kelowna shooting that video. And then I put it out on Monday. Some of these people come out and they'll shoot a video in August mm-hmm. and you won't see it till February. And they'll, they'll talk about it till February. Yeah. Then they drop it in February and when I mean these guys, I mean like local artists. I don't mean Drake or real people. Yeah. I mean people that are thinking they're rappers. They're, they, they'll drop a video, like they'll literally drop one video every eight months and then come hate on my 10 videos I dropped yeah. in 10 months. Yeah. Come on, bro. You can't even, you know what I mean? We, we're not in the same We're not in the same whatsoever. court. So just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll touch into some of the Calgary question a bit yeah. later. Just one more. Um, you you've answered most of my questions. Like as we talk more, I'm like the B dice was answered, uh, the golden, the, the all the tracks. So I'll jump into the the buzz questions, which is quick questions. Okay, really quick answers. Quick, yeah, quick answers. Shout out to Buzz Four Three who with and they helped us on the season two, and then that's where this came from. Quick, uh, how did you find your flow? We'll answer that question, Doc. Uh, give us a quick second here. So the buzz question. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's go. Easy Mac, what's your favorite food? Hamburger. Oh, this guy, hamburger. Okay. You go to the club, what's the first drink you order? Tequila and water. I Tequila. mean, vodka water. Vodka and water? Yeah, vodka water. Why the water? Just because then I don't get hungover. Interesting. Every shot of water, alcohol has water just to wash it down. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vodka water. All right. Which artists have you listened to most this year? Easy Mac. Travis Scott. Any particular song? Or just the album? Stargazing. Oh, nice. I love that song. Nice. I really love that song. Stargazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yo, you tried this a little bit on the, on the, it's Pony. Yeah, yeah. Like the backup. I'm like, dude. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear that on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was influenced. Um, <laughs> if you could teleport yourself anywhere in the world at this exact second, where would you go? Australia. Like me. Okay. Is there any reason why Australia? No, it's just like winter right now. It's hey. summer. It's summer right now in Australia, yeah. and all the women I've ever seen from Australia have six packs. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Australia. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Other than Adam Stanton, mm-hmm. if you could have a top producer produce your next project, who would that be? Like in the industry? Yep. Mustard. DJ Mustard. Mustard on the beat, yeah. I heard that before and I'm like, really? Yeah, I love the beats, man. They have, a, they, you feel them. Could, the vibrations or something, you feel them. Yeah. You like feel it. Yeah. It's like, it's like in your, it's like the, our animal senses. He's pressing. Simple, but yeah, effective. Yeah. Damn, I really Easy Mac and. DJ Mustard, let's do DJ it. DJ Mustard. Let's do it. Come on. <laughs> easy Mac and Mustard. Easy Mac and Mustard. That's going to be uh, nice, man. No. I can hear the, the freaking feature already. All right, one more question, and that is, if you could have a feature on your album from 
a top artist. Who would that be? Ty Dolla Sign. Bro, you fucking impressed me. What the fuck? Why? Why? That, like, I don't see. Okay, is there a reason why you have Ty? I, honestly, he's literally amazing, man. He's like a rock star. I've met him a couple times, and oh, he, cool. and he's always like, you know, that he has like a cocaine charge right now, right? He might go to ch- jail for 15 oh, years because no. he got busted with cocaine. You don't get charged like that the first time you get busted with cocaine. He probably got busted a couple times. Like, hey, bro, you're not le- learning your lesson. You're yeah. going to jail now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. first offense is always a slap on the wrist. So if he does cocaine all the time. And I seen him in real life, and he was on shrooms, spraying people with like a fire extinguisher, smoking weed, laughing. I'm like, this guy's a fucking rock star. He's a rock star. (laughs) And he's not like a rock star that's just like Bobby Brown in the industry. Like this guy's putting out hits consistently, better and better and better and better. And this is how he lives? Damn, that's a rock star. Yeah, that's a rock star. I want that energy, you know what I mean? I want that energy on my song. Okay, let's hope Ty Dallasan doesn't go to jail so we can have <laughs> yeah, a, feature. Yeah. <laughs> a feature with Easy Mac. All right, that was it for our buzz, our buzz questions, quick and easy. Quick um, and easy. I hope one of the girls can uh, get you some uh, hamburger and vodka and water. <laughs> <laughs> I start throwing up immediately. <laughs> oh, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? <sighs> um, we answer one of the questions here. Uh, so for Doc Stat, one of the questions from Facebook Live, he asked, where did you get your flow? Honestly, like my flow is just I put I put beats on and whatever I can rap. However, here's the thing: the way I pick a beat to rap to is I put beats on, and as soon as I start rapping, dope in my my opinion, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write to this beat. That's it. It could literally be. Sometimes I've listened to beats and been like, oh, this beat sucks, and then the next day I listen to it and write a whole song because I was in the mood that day. It sounded right that day. And um, as, as essentially, the way I choose a beat is if I can figure out my flow on it. Yeah. So that's that's it. Like it's a natural thing, honestly. Right. I, I don't know where it stems from. Maybe like music lessons. I have no clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have no clue. Okay. Another question that was asked on our Instagram was Easy Mac. What's your biggest secret? My biggest secret? Yeah, that's it. Damn. <laughs> for questions. Let me think. What's your biggest secret? I masturbate once a day. <laughs> <laughs> and I never want to get busted. <laughs> Exclusive, guys. Easy oh, Mac biggest secret. Oh, you got it out there. <laughs> Don't bust him. <laughs> oh, wow, bud. Uh, oh, my God. The craziest, most creative guy in our scene. It has to be once. <laughs> it's out now. It's not a secret anymore. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. All right. Oh, my. Such a long interview. 49 minutes. All right. We're going to touch... Last question. Uh, you know it already. You've answered during the first interview, so I'm going to try to tweak it a bit for you. Uh, it's YYYC. What's missing to us in Calgary, or why should people pay attention? You've answered that on the first season, so this one will be. Now that you've left us here in Calgary, you went to Vancouver, a lot of people might follow that because they've right. seen you reach a million after leaving Calgary. Right. Um, what's your advice with how far you grew Uh, in the past year to the people here in Calgary uh, and the difference between Vancouver, Calgary, and can we make it from Calgary out? Mm -hmm. And it's a big question. You can. Help me, please. It's not necessarily like your location. This is what I've learned is that it's your resources. And if you have a producer in Calgary and you have a studio in Calgary and you have a filmer in Calgary, you can do whatever you want in Calgary. You don't have to go to Toronto or New York or Vancouver or anything. You just have to follow what I said before and take yourself seriously as a, as a business because you're a business. Drake is a business. 
Kanye West is a business. Like Kanye West is a person, and then there's 50 people that literally get paid a wage to work for Kanye West because he's a business. Um, once you take yourself serious as a business, you'll you'll you can figure stuff out from there. You know what I mean? Um, I think that uh, a lack of community. But I mean, there's not a huge community in Vancouver that supports each other either. Yeah, honestly, yeah. no, no. And he, Drake talks about it in his songs. I always keep bringing up Drake. He's the greatest, right? So what am I supposed to do? Seven Michael Jackson. Reason, yeah, like what am I supposed to say? <laughs> so Drake says that like every artist always says like they think it's better in, in another city. Like their city doesn't have it. That city has yeah. it. It's not true because he's from Toronto. He has it. He's saying like, yo, people here said the same things. Yeah. I went to Miami. They say the same things. I went to LA. They say this. It's the same thing. Everyone wants a reason or an excuse as to why they couldn't do it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When two teams play in the NFL Super Bowl, one team wins, one team loses. The team that loses, there'll be excuses. Right. The referees were against us. Right. We didn't have a quarterback. Our guy got injured. They have all these reasons. The winning team could also have an injured quarterback, in the, but they won. Right. They don't have any. They're just like, we just did it. You know what I mean? So if you have an excuse, if you find yourself spitting excuses out, check yourself. Like, those are excuses, bro. There's no reason. If you've ever seen anyone do anything in this world, you can do it too. Literally anything. So, um, I think, thank you. I think, uh, you know, like, support is good and everything. Um, but honestly, like, I think the real artists, the real artists, because it's so easy to say you're an artist. Mm -hmm. The real ones will persevere and make it. Right. right? Thank you. Man. That's all I have to say. Like, thanks, man. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Are you <laughs> Are you coming? Are you moving back to Calgary now that you say that? <laughs> now that we don't need to be in other places right. to make it, are you are you coming back to us so we can claim Easy Mac before? Because I see Vancouver City. Oh well, Easy Mac. I'm like, yeah, yeah. he started here. I know some people think I like started in Vancouver. <laughs> to be honest with you, like I don't have anything against Calgary. Um, I just think that being successful in an industry where people can get jealous easily or try to prove a point. Um, it's the, the most beneficial for art. Like, your biggest haters will only be from your hometown. Nobody knows me in Arizona. Mm -hmm. I never had sex with someone's sister in Arizona Whatever. or dated this or whatever. So, like, I think any artist that's popping needs to move out of their home city. I think so. So I come here on the low and, like, see my fam and yeah. I see a couple people, but, like, I don't want to go to Chinook Center and get and see fans or see people that have a, a fake issue with me or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I just it I don't need to worry or care about that. Right, right. I have other things to you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. More important. Right. So um even for as far as Vancouver goes, like I love Vancouver and everything's cool there. Um there's I don't have haters in Vancouver, but um I, I just wanna like move mm -hmm. again mm -hmm. because I want to be stimulated constantly, see new things constantly, new smells, new flavors, new whatever, new colors. You know what I mean? Mm. Think about how many places like in Alberta, you're, you, you've lived here a long time, that you haven't ever visited. Right. In Alberta. So many. Just Alberta. Even in Calgary. <laughs> Even in Calgary. So like, why would I want to limit myself? Oh, what is it saying now? Five percent. All right. Even the phone is like, all right, guys, let's, let's do this stuff. That was such... Such a great interview. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Easy Mac. Thank you so much for having me, bro. Oh, I really appreciate it. I like I like your setup. I like Thank you. this. I like the way you interview and everything. And if there's any artists from Calgary that that are looking to like have an interview done and just exercise their answering skills and all that shit, hit up 
Tally, yeah, hit up Wawa, I see. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, episode one, season three. Oh, the I one. got episode one? You got episode one, uh, season three, man. X marks the spot. <laughs> <laughs> man, with the one uh, and only Easy Mac is a show where we uncover, discover the talent shaping Calgary urban identity. Please make sure to subscribe so you get those live when we are live right away. Uh, any other ask? For follow Instagram, Facebook, anything you can share with sure, them. Sure, yeah. Everyone, just uh, go on Instagram. I'm Easy Mac Official. E A Z Y M A C Official. O F F. I'm just gonna spell it for you. No, right. um, and uh, YouTube is just search up Easy Mac. E A Z Y M A C. Facebook. Uh, my personal Facebook. I'm gonna dead it soon because it's over. I don't need it. People want to people want to pretend they know me. Right, right. <laughs> I, I have, yeah, I have them on Facebook. <laughs> trust me. It's like no, not anymore. Nice. So, all right, guys, and that was it. See you guys next time. Check us out on IG where we post many, 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 many things. If you want to subscribe to our Facebook and you will never miss a live because we have those interviews live. We'll do them live on Instagram, on the Facebook live, just so I can keep them and repost them. Then I edit them later, which that's probably one of the reasons I'm feeling really chatty. I feel like I'm connecting with y'all. All in the studio I hear, but man, leave some comment, let us know what you think, subscribe, that means a lot, a lot, a lot to us. Again, I'm your host, Telly Bomba.